everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi. What's up? Thank you so much for tuning into Hop Culture today. Can you believe we've made it to our 49th episode? This is the Alaska statehood of podcast episodes. <gasps> oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. That's a great 49th point. in the nation. 49 kind of has, it's almost like a, a Thursday where it's like the expectation of greatness, like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Almost yeah. like a better than 50. <laughs> yeah. Stupid Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We cannot believe it, but we're very excited that we've made it this far. And we're going to be taking the last two weeks of 2021 off, but we will be back in January with some very exciting things in store for our 50th episode, so stay tuned. It's that time of year when Spotify raps dominate the airwaves. If you haven't checked yours out yet, which is probably no one, we Mm -hmm. encourage you to do so because they're (laughs) surprisingly charming and will make you feel like you really accomplished something with your year. Yeah, usually those year in review things just sort of make me a little stressed out and sad because I'm like, what did I really do with my time? You know, usually Mm -hmm. it's after Christmas that we get to feel that we've wasted time or that the year didn't (laughs) amount to much. But we're offering people the chance to feel that before Christmas with this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Spotify Wrapped makes you feel like, wow. I listen to a lot of music. Like I went through a lot of phases. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very pop. It's upbeat. It's It's like, wow, you really were a fan of like, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. you were in the top whatever percent of this person's music. Mine Mm -hmm. was upsetting this year. Oh, no. Mine too. I feel disappointed because I was only in like the top 4% of Taylor Swift listeners, which is like, I've fallen Mm -hmm. so far. Yeah. And I mean, okay, there are multiple issues at play here. One is that I don't listen to music as much as I used to because I listen to podcasts now Mm -hmm. way more than I listen to music. And then the other problem is I share a Spotify with Matt. He used to never use the Spotify and now he uses it all the time and listens to like oldies and like classic rock (laughs) and just like stuff that I'm like, why is soundtrack to Westerns? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I also use it to listen to music for Hazel's tastes. And so yeah, my top songs, I was like, I either hate or just don't even know most of these songs. And my artists, at least my top artist was Taylor Swift, but like. I just, I wasn't very high in her ranks. I have no excuse. No children. Luke doesn't (laughs) share my Spotify, but uh, my rap was very basic. My top artist was Ed Sheeran, which I was upset about. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And I was in the top nine, I think, percent of his listeners. So like, I didn't even make it that far. Mm-hmm. So it was all for nothing. That's pretty high. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. I just got really into his new album. But every artist that was on my Spotify wrapped was pretty disappointing and shameful. Mine didn't tell me a top artist. I mean, I'm sure it told me a top artist, but it probably wasn't that interesting. But my genres were pretty shameful. Mm-hmm. It was Broadway, <gasps> boy band, and emo. <gasps> 
my gosh. Emo was so one of mine. So <laughs> yeah. It's I'm like, this is a scathing. I just love Broadway truth about and my music. Emo in the same Yeah. Spotify in the same rat. Yeah. You contain mm-hmm. multitudes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like their genres. They're so varied. I feel like on the radio it's like classic rock, top forty. R&B, there's like five genres. But on Spotify, the options are really endless. And it gives a good picture of just a look into who you are. Mine was dance pop, surprising to no one. Number two was LDS, which I did not know Spotify would quantify as a genre. <laughs> yeah, that was a genre. So that was number two. I think just because we listen to the choir at Tabernacle Square a lot on the way to and from church. I'm like you, Anne. I don't listen to music as much as I used to because I listen to podcasts mostly. And then soundtrack because the girls love the Peanuts movie soundtrack. So me and Dave both had mentions of Better When I'm Dancing by Megan Trainer as our, <laughs> I don't know if it was our top song. I think it was oh his gosh. top song. And he was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> and then I can't remember what the other ones were. But yeah, I just loved all of the like very specific genres that it comes up with. And it paid me quite well. I want to know what your guys's auras were. On the Spotify wrapped? Mm-hmm. Oh, it gives you an aura. Yeah, it gives you like a musical aura for 2021. My audio aura was euphoric and wistful. Whoa. Which I'm pretty oh, sure cool. anyone who listened to to a lot of Taylor Swift this year got wistful as one of theirs. Mm-hmm. Mine was happy and wistful. So I'm a little <laughs> offended that you got euphoric and I'm just like run of the mill happy. Like I will variety. say I listen to a lot of euphoric music. So what kind of, what are we talking? Like Enya? Like new no. age? Yeah, what's euphoric? What's euphoric? Hallelujah chorus? I don't know. I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good example. The song that it had on there was The King by Sarah Kinsley. That was the oh, one I that played on that, that one. slide. What were your auras? Mine were, again, basic. This is why I was mad at my whole story. Mine was confident and hopeless romantic, which I think just means I listened to like a lot of pop music. (laughs) (laughs) Confident and hopeless romantic is like so test. Yeah, that's actually (laughs) very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) That's the freaky part. There is an algorithm that can create this little thing for every Spotify listener. And it's funny and it's specific. It's really quite chilling if you think about it. (laughs) I want to know Grace's aura. Yeah, yeah I want to know Grace's aura, too. Mine was hopeless, romantic, and angst. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so very conflicting. Yeah, I know. Those don't really go together. But I feel like I listened to... I don't know why country wasn't on my top. Hmm. But like, Oh, that was one of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Country road. <laughs> country road. Mm-hmm. Specific. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your songs? With the song no, that was one of my genres. <laughs> Country Road. No, not Country Road, Take Me Home. Just Country Roads was like a genre. Whoa. That is really specific. Mm -hmm. Very specific. I know. I can think of exactly the type of music it's talking about, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the spirit of summing up 525,600 minutes, most of which, according to Spotify, you probably spent listening to Taylor Swift, we are going to do our own little summary of 2021. We hope you'll join us and share yours with us on Instagram. We'll have a graphic in our stories that you can screenshot and tag us in. Okay, so we came up with some categories. 
So first of all, since we were talking about auras, what would you guys say your aura was? Not your audio aura necessarily, but just your, you know, general vibe for 2021, if you had to sum it up in two words. Mine is kind of conflicting like Grace's audio aura, because I would say my aura was both despondent and very cheerful. Hmm. Let despondent me explain. Does not- <laughs> Luke said recently that living with me is a roller coaster. Not because I'm like angry, like up and down, but just because one minute I'm so happy and cheerful and the next I just am like sad that my life, like I just, graduating is really a scary time of life. Graduating from mm-hmm. college. No, yes. it totally is. Yeah. And it's haunted me Big all transitions. Year. But I'm still my cheerful self. So mm-hmm. I'm full of dreams. I just am starting to realize that I have to pursue those dreams. And so it's the conflicting feelings of excitement at pursuing my dreams, but also a little bit of terror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like we talked about with Where Are You Christmas? My world is changing. It's rearranging. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. <laughs> but then she finds Christmas. So mm-hmm. there's hope. There's hope. Yeah. That's where the yeah. cheerful part comes in. Well, speaking of hope, mine, I would say, was jittery and hopeful. Jittery from the caffeine because (laughs) I'm barely getting through the day. So I'm often, you know, starting my day with a Diet Dr. Pepper, not having time to eat breakfast. And then I'm like shaking through the morning. But I'm... I'm okay, good. this is really making me worry about both of you. Yeah, I, no, I'm good. I really hope Anne's is better. Uh, we're being very honest about <laughs> like our frantically trying to auras. come up with something more positive. To say. This is not the positive spin that Spotify no. has. There's no algorithm here. This is there's not a team of this you know computer scientists. Mm-hmm. 2021 laid bare. No, but jittery could also just be like I was gonna say frazzled, but I feel like I overuse that word. But I mean jittery with a little frazzled thrown in, you know, just trying to keep track of everyone. Things are hectic. Things are loud. I will say that anytime I've visited Claire, like before I lived here and actually stayed with you, I needed to get 10 hours of sleep every night and take a nap because Mm -hmm. I was just so tired. (laughs) It's a sensory overload. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know how you're doing it. But hopeful, I would say just because, you know, if you think back on earlier in 2021, Things were really hard. January, February, that was before like the vaccine was rolled out. And so I would say 2021 generally, I know, you know, we're not out of the woods or anything. And I didn't I didn't want to get this to get like dark. (laughs) (laughs) That could be Claire's catchphrase. I like you say that every time. I didn't mean for this to get serious. (laughs) But in all seriousness. I felt like 2021 gave us some hope for like, okay, we can hopefully move forward. And then obviously I had a baby in 2021. So that was super hopeful and happy. And then summer felt like the great summer that I had been hoping for last year. And then as we've gone through the year, Henry started sleeping more through the night. The girls went back to school. And so I just feel like it's hopeful. Things are going to get in more of a routine Life is returning to a little more of like normalcy after the last year. So yeah, I felt like it was maybe chaotic, but hopeful would be a better word than jittery. (laughs) (laughs) No, stick with me. Yeah, Yeah, I I liked it. Accurate. (laughs) Okay, I feel like my aura was aimless, but content. Mm. Because Mm. this was kind of a weird year where like, 
I no longer had a job that I was going to. And so I was trying to decide, do I keep trying to have a lash business from home or do I just kind of like let it fade away and didn't have any plans really (laughs) each day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was very, very, very aimless. But at the same time, I was kind of like, this is nice. (laughs) It's not exciting, but I'm content. And this is obviously like a very weird, a weird year where everyone was kind of confused about what they were supposed to be doing at home all the time. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't feel too concerned about it. Yeah. And you guys are kind of in like a transitional phase anyway with Matt Mm -hmm. being in grad school and stuff. So it's not like like, this is here forever. Do my best, but not worry too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the saddest. Just do my best. I feel, uh, I feel I like that so was much. a lot more positive than yours. It really was. Yeah, it is. No, it's I'm true. Just trying to put a Dark. positive spin on things. <laughs> I would love contentment. That would be a great yeah, thing content for me to great. have more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Well, well, my aura was big dreams. So Ooh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> I didn't get the instruction that it had to be two different things. So I didn't but it's have two like, words. Big it's two words. Dreams. Big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is technically two words. <laughs> yeah, so this year I applied to and started grad school. I changed jobs. I bought a house and moved. Just sort of did a lot of big things. And yeah, I feel like it all kind of came together. Totally. Grace Totally. Yeah, Grace had a big year. Yeah, Grace had a big year. year for Grace. I'm surprised. I don't know. I kind of thought this many changes in one year that I'd be freaking out or something, but feeling feeling chill. Yeah. Keep on <laughs> nice. dreaming, keep on rolling. Yeah, Grace. Grace <laughs> had a good year. Mhm. She did. Okay, let's do an obsession you had in 2021. And by the way, listeners, we aren't going to all answer every category. We did do that with the auras, but we'll kind of just bebop around. So did anyone have an obsession that you discovered in 2021? Okay, this year, I have to do like a disclaimer. My obsession this year was cleaning. Not the act of cleaning, but cleaning knowledge. I feel like I learned Mm -hmm. a lot and really took an interest in cleaning and organization. And you would not know that if you came to my house, but... I decided that 2020 was the year that I mastered cooking, which, again, mm-hmm. <laughs> loose interpretation of that. But <laughs> 2021, I was like, this is going to be the year I'm like really into cleaning. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite translate the knowledge into actual action, but Those I think Those who maybe- can't do teach exactly well (laughs) not really teaching anyone either but next year 2022 is going to be the year that my house is really clean so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i was obsessed with florida real estate this year (laughs) (laughs) didn't act on it but it is still a dream of mine to own a house in florida you never know yeah, you never I know. feel like this was the year of being obsessed with things that we weren't actually acting on mm-hmm. <laughs> because I got really obsessed with painting. I only did one painting of a lemon and here I have it right here. Oh, it's oh, so cute. Everybody really thinks it's a gig. <laughs> what? No, they I don't. Ever know. I think two people have visited my house and have commented and have called it the wrong thing. I don't remember that would what the be other thing was, but one was such a egg. weird looking egg. It's That's what got I said. a little lemon nub. 
Mm-hmm. I know. Thank you. That was my one painting, but I did watch so many TikToks of people doing <laughs> paintings. So I feel like I'm an experienced painter now. Okay. What is a favorite new recipe you discovered in 2021? I found this recipe. It's on Recipe Tin Eats. Do you guys know that blog? No. It's just a cooking blog. And it's called Pork Mints, I think. I don't know if it has more of a name than that. <laughs> Loving the name. <laughs> is it British? It I sounds very Australian. British. Australian? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, Pork Mints is just ground pork. Maybe it's called like Vietnamese caramelized pork mints. I don't know. I call it Pork Mints. We'll link to it in our show notes or something because it's so good. It's really easy and I like to like chop all the things up that you would need and then freeze them. And then I have a thing of ground pork that I'll also have frozen so that when the mood strikes me to eat a home-cooked meal, pop them in the, on the stove. Wow. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Isn't that called, is it mise en place when you have like everything prepped ahead Ah, of time? Mm -hmm. That's like a combination of mise en place and meal prepping. Mm-hmm. I'm just very impressed. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Well, that sounds delicious. I had a few that I really enjoyed, but a couple that we made on repeat this year that I had never made before were the easy shrimp pasta with sun-dried tomatoes from Mel's Kitchen Cafe. That one, it tastes way fancier and like you spent a lot more time on it than you did. I think we first made it for Mother's Day when Dave's parents were visiting. If you need a Mother's Day meal or like an anniversary dish, it just feels really fancy, but it's not very hard to make. And then I know I've talked about them on here, but the double tree cookies, I've probably made those mm, like so good. 25 times this year. I've made them so many times. <laughs> and I'm always like, I'm going to make extra. I'll just freeze the dough, have it on hand if people come over. And I just slowly make a couple every day until they're all gone. So that never works, but (laughs) they are delightful. They're really good. They're so good. A recipe that I found this year, I've only made it once, but it's called smoky jalapeno cheddar potato soup. (laughs) Mm. It has a lot of descriptors. It's by Olive and Mango. I don't know how I found this, probably just scrolling through the Instagram discover page because I don't think I follow these people, but it's so flavorful and it's kind of heavy. Like it's not really a healthy soup. (laughs) It's got like a lot of fat in it, but I only add half the cream. This is just a little little tip from me to you. You don't need all the cream. Mm -hmm. And I love cream. So I'm saying you don't need all that cream so you can trust me. But it was so good that I can't bring myself to make it again because I'm like, I don't want to make it too much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we get sick of it. Mm-hmm. And now I understand like where mom was coming from. I was going to say, that's probably <laughs> what mom's thinking. <laughs> but <laughs> she just makes a new recipe every day. She never makes the same recipe twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing. So when I think of like childhood recipes or like classic dishes, I think of things dad made mostly. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. or grandma. Or like specialty birthday dishes that only came out once or twice mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. Things that like you would request mm-hmm. for a special event. But like. Yeah. And do you remember when we went to Thanksgiving in Napa when you guys lived there? And you had a special request <laughs> that mom make those orange peanut noodles yes. that she used to make. And we we're eating them. And we we're like, oh, thanks, mom. And we we're like, this tastes different and like None not of them as good. I wanted to say they were gross. <laughs> I think mom eventually <laughs> said something. 
And it turned out she had done a new recipe. It was a completely what? different recipe. Not even the same kind of noodle. <laughs> on purpose, too. It wasn't like she lost the old one. She was just... Yeah, <laughs> just tried to pull one over on us and act like nothing had changed. I'm like, this is... Oh, my gosh. My favorite thing that I would always ask for and you think that I'm not going to notice. It was so Mom funny. trying to trick us with recipes is my favorite thing because it has never once worked out. Never. Not one time has she snuck tofu or cottage cheese mm-hmm. or any other squash, disgusting, healthy yeah. things into a recipe and we haven't figured it out. But it's she so keeps true. trying. <laughs> so funny. Back to creamy soups. Last night I made a soup. I like it, but it's a bean soup. So I kind of get where it's not like exciting for the kids. And surprisingly, I was not able to lure Grace over. I told mom, we're having a bean soup. (laughs) If you guys want to come over. She didn't even bother passing that info on to me. (laughs) Well, there's plenty. There's plenty left over if you want some. But as we're eating it, Ella's like, I don't like this. It's watery. And she's like, I like creamy soups because creamy soups have bacon in them. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. A lot of our creamy soups do have bacon. The best soups have bacon. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's so true. Okay. What is something new that you tried this year? I am proud to say that I took a swimming class and it was the first time I've ever really tried swimming for exercise and I loved it and I hated it. I am terrified of having my head underwater for more than like a second at a time, (laughs) turns Mm -hmm. out. But I did really enjoy it. It's really good exercise. So that's something fun. I also tried upholstering a chair, which I think I mentioned in a previous episode. (laughs) It did not work. And I would not recommend it. It took me hours to disassemble the chair. And then I found out from disassembling it that someone else had homemade that chair. So there was trash in it, like inside the chair. <laughs> oh my gosh. M&M's That's my favorite part. <laughs> M&M's wrappers. That's so it was gross. really poorly made. It was just not worth it in any way to take that apart. So would not recommend That is a life lesson, I would say. I've learned not just this year, but many other years. Sometimes it really is worth it just to buy what you want. Mm -hmm. And you could buy it used if you're trying to shop secondhand. But sometimes the craft route is just not worth the time and money for materials. Sometimes it really goes Mm -hmm. awry. Mm -hmm. I guess something new I tried was furniture flipping. I was looking through my camera roll trying to remember things from this year to prepare for this episode and there were so many pictures of furniture that I was like wait we don't have that and then it's like oh yeah we only had that for like a week and then we sold it and it was fun but I kind of got tired of it because mm-hmm. it's just like annoying yeah. to be storing furniture in your house and it's totally. like all the effort of doing those like craft type things. Oh, yeah. But you don't keep them. And then you don't get to like yeah. look at it and enjoy it. I did learn it's not really worth it to put any effort into it. The best things that we made the most money on were just couches that I pretty much vacuumed and spot cleaned. And then we sold for way more than we got it. But mm-hmm. like, oh. it was not worth it to buy a little desk and like sand it, paint it. No. And then you make like mm-hmm. $20. <laughs> so, yeah, I totally. learned some lessons, but mostly I just gave up on it. Okay. What was the most annoying internet trend that you saw in 2021? I'll start on this one. So, 
I don't know what to call, I guess, a TikTok trend. I'm not on TikTok. So if it's leached onto, you know, Instagram stories, then those of us over the age of 30 have become aware of it. So the I understood the assignment sound clip, Mm -hmm. it was funny at first. And there's been some cute ones, but it's just kind of become omnipresent. And the real problem I have with it is that it is leached into day-to-day vernacular. (laughs) And I am just not okay with TikTok trends becoming something that people say just as an explanation. So Dave, because he doesn't know, you know, reels or anything. But the other day, I think I had told him about this one or something. And he was at work and he heard a nurse say to another nurse, she did not understand the assignment or like she understood (laughs) the assignment. And I was like, oh, no, no, it's being used in like a medical setting. And then I've seen that... (laughs) I've seen it written like she understood the assignment or on my Spotify wrapped. It was like, you always uh-huh. understood the assignment. Yeah. yeah oh I yeah. My Spotify wrapped said that. Could you tell me what it means? Okay. <laughs> oh, great. So there's this, guys, I end up singing on every episode and I don't know how <laughs> we got it. to this point. This is going to be a tough one. <laughs> it's going to be a tough <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. It just says like, I understood the assignment. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. That's the thing about TikToks is like, you can't explain them. No, yeah. you have to just it's like a know. joke. If you have to explain it, it's dead. The concept is like someone told you to do something and then you really did it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maybe okay. even took it too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. So one I've seen a lot is like, my mom said I was going to get a sassy kid someday, just like me. And then your little kid comes on the screen and it's like, I understood the assignment because your kid is like even crazier than you were. <laughs> that's the one I've seen. Like, that's the idea I've seen mm-hmm. frequently. Mm-hmm. Would you agree, Anne? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think the ones that really like upset me are when they're really <laughs> braggy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I'm like, the braggy okay, ones. calm down. This isn't like mm-hmm. an excuse for you to brag. Yeah. If it's just funny, I don't mind the TikTok trend. If you've done one, I'm sure it was delightful. Yeah. It's when it's being used as just a day-to-day figure of speech. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not We're not taking things off of TikTok and I've making definitely them like, idioms. I've accidentally said it. I'm pretty sure. And Matt has said it to me as well. And we're both just kind of like, oh, no. I love it. Stop. That's so funny. Claire, will you sing the Caught a Vibe song? I don't think Grace? I know that one. What? I don't know if I know that one. Did you put that on there, Tess? Yeah, I put yeah, that Tess on put there. Yeah, Tess put it on. That's another one that's sleeching. You I sing it. I think that Caught a Vibe just meant you decided to go on vacation on a whim. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say it is, too. Is that not what caught a vibe means? I mean, I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. I'm pretty sure that came from the trend, but I could be wrong about that. What's the song? You have to sing the song, Tess. You're well, the singer. <laughs> the problem is it's a voice. You have to have a voice. It's like, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> no, I'm too embarrassed. It's no, the Will it. Smith, caught right? A vibe. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> that was like pretty good. <laughs> Well, better than yeah, you could have been expected. It was like Willow Smith. And for like a split second, people on TikTok were like, oh my gosh, Willow Smith is so good. And then immediately everyone turned on it and then everyone was singing it because she kind of did that voice trying to be cool. But then everybody just, it's just been overdone. It was funny at first. Now it's mm-hmm. overdone. Now it's leached into everyday use. I mean, I find myself singing it. <laughs> around the house and mm-hmm. it gets stuck in my head yeah so 
I mean, it's really hard to choose what's the most annoying because TikTok is... I know. There's so many. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's stay in the negative space for a moment. (laughs) What's a show or movie that you wish you hadn't watched in 2021? And for those of you, because here's the thing, when you're kind of summing up a year, I don't know if you guys feel like this, but when you read those year in review articles, like on time.com or something, I'm always like, wait, that was this year? You only Mm -hmm. remember like the last two or three months of the year. So I always enjoy those because I'm just like a nerd. So I like looking back on everything that happened in a year. But I always forget, especially January, March, Wow, I skipped February. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) First quarter, Q1, so to speak, is always just sort of like nebulous by the time you get to the end Mm -hmm. of the year. But for those of you that are interested in doing this exercise yourself, I challenge you to look through your Netflix watch again. That's a good way to kind of recap a lot of what you've watched recently or semi-recently. So I was scrolling through it and I was like, oh, I forgot I watched half this stuff. But one that just kind of stuck out like a sore thumb was the movie Palms. (laughs) It features Diane Keaton, who moves to a retired living community and finds herself at the helm of a, would you call it a cheer squad, a drill team? I'm not sure exactly. It was a cheer Mm -hmm. squad. A cheer squad of elderly ladies. I won't give away too much more. So I thought Dave and I watched this together and I mentioned it to him the other day and he was like, what are you talking about? And I realized it was Grace and I that watched it together over the summer. Oh, Yeah. When I saw this prompt, I was like, I can't think of anything I regret watching in 2021. Like, I feel like I really chose only things that I ended up enjoying. And then when Mm -hmm. I saw Claire put palms, I was like, oh, wait, Mm -hmm. that is (laughs) one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I had this one on my list too. You've oh, seen it? Oh, no this. way! I was going to say Palms was the only thing I regret watching in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. It was it's just, really it's just, depressing. It wasn't funny. It was yeah, depressing. It yeah, it wasn't it funny. It was boring bad. It was yeah. boring bad and sad. I mean, you know if it's set in a retirement community, mm-hmm. someone's going to pass on. Yeah. It was really sad and just... Yeah, not funny. If it had been funny, then the sadness would have been okay. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like a needlessly sad a movie that had kind of mm-hmm. portrayed itself as a funny movie. And then you watch it and you're like, I was misled. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nothing That's worse. And there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. Basically a slow march to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It was a slow march to death. If you want a better spin on this idea of like an older ladies cheer squad... I challenge you to find the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where Kris Jenner joins. It's like a L.A. Lakers dance team. Oh my I can't remember what it's called. Oh and I, I'm sorry for directing you to watch this show, but that episode is just absolutely hilarious. So Now, did Liz Lemon also join? A- yes, there's also an episode of 30 Rec. So there's so many better options for this idea than watching Palms. Watch the 30 Rock, watch the Kardashians episode. Don't watch Palms, please. I beg of you. Another 2021 low point, which I feel like has probably been discussed online, is the celebrity dating game. Oh my That gosh. was the worst. I mean, that was actively bad. And I watched it multiple times because 
I don't know why we kept having to watch it, but mom oh, was visiting right. and Tess mm-hmm. was there. And like, as different people would come <laughs> over to it, my like, house, times. they'd be like, let's show it to someone. Like we'd watch the <laughs> oh, entire no. episode multiple <laughs> yeah. times. It was not good. So awful. The first time, the second time, or the third time. And we even <laughs> watched the episode with worse. Nicole Byer, which you'd think like. Oh yeah, I like Nicole Byer. Even Nicole Byer couldn't save it. So wait, it was did mom horrible. like it or she was showing no, everyone because no, it was so it. bad? It was so bad. It was. <laughs> oh no. I mean, Zoe Deschanel is not, she's just, she's just too awkward to Yeah, anything. she can really only be Jess in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. It's like the charm can only stretch so far mm-hmm. with her persona. That's kind of true. For a long time. I still love her, but it was like, oh, Zoe de Chanel. You know, there was like 500 Days of Summer, Elf, and then New Girl. But I don't know that she's really versatile outside of that mm-hmm. little narrow window of awkward but lovable, you know. Yeah. So a host, she is not. That's good to know because that seems like the sort of thing I would love. I didn't know it existed or I probably would have watched it already. Never watch it. That's probably my most regretted as well. But my 2022 resolution is to abstain from watching any more true crime. I've mentioned <laughs> before it's you. bad for my mental health. But I, I keep doing it. I'm addicted. And I really regret it all. I have a lot of nightmares. So, oh, no. I need to stop. Tess, was it you that said you usually have multiple nightmares a night? I do. I like, you were here for Thanksgiving. Up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think we were talking about dreams. And I said, I don't really have dreams or remember dreams or have very vivid ones. And I think Tess is like, oh, I have so many nightmares. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> oh my gosh. And finally, to end on a high note, what is something you did in 2021 that you are proud of? I feel like my biggest moment in 2021 was avoiding the parking fees when I went to Washington, D.C. for that school trip. Mm-hmm. The parking yeah. at the hotel, I didn't realize was going to be $50 a night. And I was going to be staying there for a week. Yikes. And I said, nope. Mm-mm. I loaded myself back up because I drove there. <laughs> I got in the fit. I drove right up to Maryland. I got airport parking. I had to take a shuttle and then a train and then a bus oh my in the night. God. <laughs> but I made it. And oh it was my gosh. $5 a night versus 50. So mm-hmm. okay. I spent less on parking for the whole week than it would have been for one day. So I'm proud of you. That was probably that is like really admirable. That was determination. To your budget. Peak me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too cheap to pay for the parking. That is classic grace. Were people nice to you on the public transportation? Were there any adventures? they were so nice. (laughs) The people on the public transportation, because I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just following my phone because it was a spur of the moment. So I couldn't research anything. So I'm just following my maps. And some of them would be like, "Uh, I don't think you want to go this. Like, I think you want to take this. And at one point, the bus depot manager walked me to my bus had me board and told the bus driver she's going here like she needs to get off in this stop and it was like i was an unaccompanied minor (laughs) it totally is sweet (laughs) i was like i'm 30 but i think i looked (laughs) 
like I was on the verge of a meltdown. Little Grace so. in the big city. Yeah. <laughs> I love when they people were so treat nice. me like that. <laughs> like, I wish they would have baby me. Pinned your ticket to your shirt or something. Like, <laughs> this is where she has to go next. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, I am proud of you too. That takes determination. That takes chutzpah. And, you know, a lot of us would have just rolled over and given in, but... Because I had a lot of bags, too, because mm-hmm. I had planned on driving. So I mean, I <laughs> oh, that's like the worst. Pack, like, flying. Mm-hmm. I had totally. a 12-pack of Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> like, under your arm? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. And we're not even going, we already touched on the fact that you kind of just ate Little Debbie snack cakes and muffins for all your meals too, because you were too cheap to buy food. So (laughs) I'm I'm actually like not proud of Grace. No, Mm -hmm. I'm upset about that. (laughs) Okay. And what about you? I would have to say our home renovations yeah. That's, yeah, one of the <laughs> one of the few things I can be proud of this year. Here's the thing. Matt deserves most of the credit for our house because he does all the manual labor. But I also do a lot of behind the scenes work and mm-hmm. so I deserve a little credit as well because it's actually so much more planning and research than I ever would have anticipated. I kind of thought you just you know, pick what you like and that's what you do. But there's just unanticipated issues around every corner and you're always having to change plans and then something you wanted isn't going to work. Also, I'm trying to do this on a budget, like a very small budget. So Mm -hmm. I can't just get whatever I like. I have to try to find the cheapest version of it that's still good quality. So it is a lot of work. So I'm proud of us for pulling it off thus far. Yeah. Everything I've seen looks fantastic. And I know you've done a lot more since I was there. My question is, will you ever do this? Will you do it again? No, never. Never, ever. (laughs) Never, ever. Never. (laughs) I tell Matt every day, just so he'll never forget, I'd never want to ever do this again. (laughs) Well, I, I had to dig deep. Because I feel like a lot of 2021. What you wrote down. My list is a little bleak. I had a great year. I feel like I'm making it It sound bad. Yeah, we had we had such a good year. I mean, we had little Henry. It was honestly a great year for us. But I didn't really like accomplish a lot in like tangible tasks, you know, because a lot Mm -hmm. of it was just like taking care of my kids, which I'm happy to do and love doing. But. I wrote that I tried my best, which sounds really sad. That's the saddest way. (laughs) It's the saddest way. But like I did. I tried to like be there, you know, show up for the people around me, the people in my life. I, you know, tried to be a good mom. I did my best. When my head hit the pillow at night, I said, (laughs) I couldn't have done anything more. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. I had good dental hygiene in 2021. I just went to the dentist. Have you ever had bad dental hygiene? No. I've always had good teeth. Hallmark. Yeah, I've always had good dental hygiene. When I go to the dentist, they always say like, wow, your teeth are really clean. And that is pretty much the only part of my health that I took good care of this year. And so I am proud of that. Okay. And honestly, in all seriousness, I am very proud of us for keeping this podcast going. Because I don't know if those of you who are OG listeners remember, we did five episodes in 2020. 
fell off the wagon. And to be honest, I kind of thought like, oh, this is probably over, you know? Mm -hmm. But we restarted in February of this year. And we've kept this thing going consistently Mm -hmm. through people moving, new babies, finals, big life things, and the summer, which just gets chaotic, holidays. So I am proud of us for keeping this going for 49 episodes. And we could not have done it without our listeners. Seriously. That's kind of what keeps us going is just knowing that there's some of you out there expecting a new episode. And so seriously, thank you guys, because it's been been, really fun for us. We made it on some Spotify wraps. I know. Oh, yeah. We didn't even touch on that. One of my favorite moments of the year. That was really exciting. It was really touching. It was very touching. Like I I was like beaming. Yeah, I was beaming from (laughs) ear to ear. Seriously, thank you guys, because we would not have kept going if we didn't know people were actually listening. So that is, I think, a wrap for us on 2021. We hope that you guys have a great rest of the Christmas season. And as dads always say on New Year's Eve, we'll see you next year. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week.